0: Welcome to Best True Crime Podcast, a division of Best True Crime Books, Games, and Video, LLC. I'm your lead investigator on this case, Judith A. Yates, award winning true crime author, a criminologist, and a paranormal explorer. Every episode is an investigation where you and I explore true crime, forensics, historic cases, dark history, and criminal theory. We discuss the cases, share information, no chatter, No commercials, no off topic. Now, grab your crime scene kit, a notebook, and your favorite hat. This is Best True Crime Podcast. This is season two, episode number 25 of Best True Crime Selfies at Auschwitz. In the last few years, volunteers and staff at concentration camp sites in Europe where millions of people were systematically murdered have reported a rising number of violations. It isn't graffiti or theft or burglarizing that has tightened security at these museums. It's tourists taking selfies and inappropriate pictures. Places such as Dachau and Auschwitz host millions of visitors a year. Some come to pay their respects to Jewish and other victims murdered in these Nazi death camps during World War II. Others may visit honoring lost relatives. For whatever reason, some visitors feel the need to take selfies or pose for unacceptable photos at these places where so many lost their lives. Auschwitz sees 2.1 million visitors annually reports a March 30th 2019 article by ABC News. The representatives at the Auschwitz Memorial attempts to remind visitors what is appropriate and inappropriate behavior. For example, the organization posts social media asking visitors to refrain from using the railroad tracks as a balance beam. The poster remind us that these are the same tracks where railroad cars carried over one million people to their deaths into the camp. Inappropriate photos are a rare occurrence, and one representative is quoted as saying, there are cases when it is clearly visible that the authors of such photographs took the images for fun without being aware of the place where they are. But then adds, And sometimes the site of the former camp is used as a stage for stupid jokes. Let's look at some of these reported stupid joke photos. Three young girls giving the Nazi Heil Hitler salute raised right arms at the entrance of Auschwitz. Fashion and glamour shots on the site. Selfies where the photo takers are grinning happily into the camera where millions lost their lives by gassing, beating, hanging, or being starved to death. Or the photo that gave me the no she did not feeling of the year. The girl who crawled into the oven in the crematorium to pose for a photo. Perhaps it's the lack of education. Since the United States instituted no child left behind, teachers are told to pass the child and teach to the test. We have traded creativity for what's in the textbook. And what's in the textbook usually glosses over the Holocaust in U.S. high school textbooks. Let's look at the United States. Only 19 U.S. states require Holocaust education as part of the public school curriculum which means 31 states do not. A 2020 study by the Pew Research Center found more than half of Americans didn't know that 6 million Jews were killed in the Holocaust. A similar study found 11% of Millennial and Gen Z respondents said they believe Jews caused the Holocaust. We know that not all of the people who are taking inappropriate photos at Auschwitz are American. So let's switch gears for a moment. Like it or not, selfies are today's postcards. Taking a photo of yourself in various places to show your friends and family have replaced the purchase of a square piece of cardboard with a professional photo, putting a stamp on it, and mailing it out now it's instant gratification you take a photo you post it on social media and you garner likes it assures us that we are valued research published on april 27 2023 in the journal social psychology and personality science reveals that selfies serve several different purposes the study shows that First-person photos represent the physical experience of an event. It's more of a look-at-us photo, like the old-fashioned type. For example, a photo of a building. Third-person photos, also known as selfies, are more effective in conveying the deeper meaning of the event. For example, someone and their friends in front of that building. And it's not always about vanity but more about what the study calls the bigger meaning of the moment, the experience, the feelings, and thoughts. If that someone and their friends in front of that building are smiling with pride, it tells us more about that picture. According to an article on earth.com by Eric Rawls, other studies reveal, quote, selfies create a sense of intimacy. They maintain relationships by sharing their experiences, emotions, and milestones. And selfies help people express themselves and present their identity to the world. End quote. But why would a girl climb into an oven where thousands of people, living and dead, were cremated because they were considered subhuman? Perhaps this was a spontaneous decision to see if she could fit. People do spontaneous things like jump off cliffs with friends and jump into cars with strangers. Or maybe she did it as a dare. There are numerous behavior disorders and mental illnesses where a dare absolutely must be taken on, regardless of what the dare could be. It could have been a bad joke something that was funny at the moment without thinking of the context like a racist comment or a sexist remark that's not really heartfelt but funny in the moment and with a certain crowd. Too late to take it back and now perhaps this posing girl feels shame and embarrassment. She might have done it because of a lack of boundaries or a lack of social skills. The truth is, we are responsible for our own behavior. We have to consider where we are before we take selfies and how we should behave. Think about the public image we portray and how we carry ourselves. So what can we do when we see these kind of selfies on our friends and family's Facebook pages or social media? First, we need to refrain from taking these selfies that are disrespectful. Think before you pose, think before you post. When you see these types of pictures in public, call them out. Oh, and it's always my experience when someone snarls, quit being so sensitive. They're usually people with zero empathy or sympathy, not the type of people I want to be around. Also, don't be afraid of being called too sensitive or a killjoy or just a snowflake way too soft. You are speaking up for millions of people who had no voice. There's an artist who posts these types of photos and then reposts the picture over actual pictures from the Holocaust. He calls it Yolocaust, standing for you only live once. I'm doing a few of these pictures myself because I have friends who are Holocaust survivors. If you want to see my pictures, you can check out my social media. But also be sure to look for Yolocaust. Thank you for listening, and remember, respect is free. It doesn't take much to share. And please, be safe out there. Thank you for joining me on this investigation, exploring true crime, forensics, historic cases, dark history, and criminal theory. This is Best True Crime Podcast. No chatter, no commercials, no off-topic. I do hope you will subscribe. This podcast runs off donations only. You can drop us a donation, $35 or more, and I'll send you a signed book. Just go to www.besttruecrime.com. My name is Judith A. Yates, award-winning true crime author, a criminologist, and a paranormal explorer. Thank you for joining me on Best True Crime Podcast, a division of Best True Crime Books, Games, and Video, LLC. Be safe out there.